This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, welcome. Thursday edition, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We originally were going to have uh, Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve Howe. Steve will be joining us here shortly. He was uh, coming out of a meeting, but is running a little bit over. I got a message from him. Dr. Kelly is tied up at the hospital. So, yes, she still does practice and do some things along those lines, and she is uh, not going to be able to juggle the things between what's going on at the hospital, which was running late, and talking to us. And she sends her apologies, which I told her she has nothing to apologize about at all when it comes to being here. I mean, I appreciate her, you know, calling me, you know, letting me know ahead of time and all of that. But, you know, she is very, very gracious. And and for those of you that don't know her on the level that I do, she just she really does love being here, talking to all of you, giving out the information that she shares on a routine basis and always feels very badly when she cannot join us. So just so you all know, she will not be able to be with us. I've got plenty to talk about outside of that or things that we've even been talking about amongst ourselves anyways. And again, Steve House should be joining me here in about 10 minutes or so. In light of that, question of the day, which I usually hold till the next hour, but I'll go ahead and take care of it now. And I don't think I gave this out yesterday, and I apologize. I got so busy on Wednesday that I just didn't get around to doing it, and I apologize. Yesterday's impossible question was, Low levels of this vitamin, which is actually a hormone, is one of the causes for high triglycerides. Name that vitamin. We talk about it a lot, by the way, with Dr. Kelly and have throughout COVID. That would be vitamin D. So a high triglyceride can be a sign of type 2 diabetes or prediabetes, metabolic syndrome, a condition where high blood pressure, obesity, and high blood Sugar occur together, increasing your risk of heart disease. Low levels of thyroid hormones and certain rare genetic conditions that affect how your body converts fat to energy. And I've got an article on that that's inside of the uh, question of the day that producer Ann does. So, uh, Ann, thank you, by the way, for that very much. Today, the impossible question. Why was Ted Kaczynski called the Unabomber? Why was Ted Kaczynski called the Unabomber? That is the question of the day, which I would not have known. Charlie, do you have any idea why? He, Charlie doesn't know either. So at any rate, answer that on the RushToReason.com website. Now, you just heard top of the hour uh, an announcement about Pearl Harbor Day, which I was going to make sure I squeezed in here as well. December 7th, of course, 1941, a day that will live in infamy. It is a famous quote. And... Yes, it does, and you heard, uh, you know, our announcer here a moment ago talking about how if you know somebody from 
just World War II in general, which there's not many of them left. But if you know someone, bless them any way you can. And this is a day that, yes, we should never forget, which I'm afraid there's a lot of young people out there right now that might not really understand the brevity of 9-11 and definitely don't understand the brevity of what happened on December 7th, 1941. So we have to continually remind ourselves and others of these particular events. And this is why, I believe, the children of Israel— God himself, God Almighty, established certain things that they would look back on as a nation and either mourn or celebrate depending upon what that particular item was. And, Charlie, I don't remember exactly how many there is. I should know this, but seven rings a bell, but I don't know that number exactly. I should, uh, although I haven't looked at that in quite some time. Some of you know that answer. Give me a text message and let me know, 307 200 8222, and, you know, correct me on that. But at any rate, that is why I believe God Almighty even set up for a nation to remember certain things. Passover, for example, what happened on that night? That was one of those things that even to this day is still honored. Celebration isn't the right way of saying it, but it's honored. And we don't celebrate December 7th, 1941, but we honor it in much that same way. Two different meanings, of course, but in both cases, uh, the Passover was symbolic of, well, death happened that night, and it was symbolic of what would happen on down the road at Easter, by the way. And at any rate, these are dates that we need to remember and make sure that those around us do as well. So, again, uh, text line. Uh, I also uh, need to announce phones are iffy today. Kind of that same issue on Monday. And if you try calling in and it doesn't go through, we're not ignoring you. It's not you either. It's on our end. And as things maybe change a little bit, we will let you know. But in the meantime, you'll have to send me a text message. And I will, at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, talk a little bit about the debate last night. Not a little bit. I'll talk about the debate last night. Get into that fairly heavily, actually, at 4 o'clock. And I will ask some questions then. So maybe by then we'll have phones. If not... Uh, We'll take your text messages on that as well. And even questions, and this is always true during this hour. If you have questions that you would like me to throw out towards, you know, in this case, Steve House, please send me a text message, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. And again, I, I typically, even after the fact, if some of you have specific questions that either I or Steve do not have the ability to answer. I still can get a hold of Dr. Kelly. I, a lot of cases will send either emails or text messages to her and get some answers back fairly quickly. In some cases, I'm not Dr. Kelly by any means, but you know we've had her on for now going on three years. She started with us August of 2020, so it's longer than three years now. Is that right? 21, 22, 20, yeah, three years. Uh, so over that, by the way. And, and by the way, Steve just texted me and said it'll be closer to about 3.30 when he joins us. So if you've got questions along these lines, please let me know. I do have some things that we're going to cover prior to Steve joining us as well. But, again, if you have questions for us, let us know. And, again, I don't know all the answers, although given that I've known Dr. Kelly as long as I have and we've interviewed her as much as we have here, again, over the past three years, 
there's quite a few things that, yes, I do know, and yes, I have notes on, and I can refer back to, and no, I'm not a doctor, but she reminds everybody all the time, she can't give medical advice anyways. You're not her patient. What's interesting is because Steve and I aren't doctors, I can actually give you an opinion. I, I don't have any liability in that, in that world. I'm not a doctor. You don't have to listen to me, but I can give you my opinion on certain things. Kind of going back to the question of the day in vitamin D, which I do know from studies here in the United States of America, the majority of U.S. citizens are deficient in vitamin D. We, for whatever reason, I don't have, well, I have some thoughts of my own as to why. Number one, people don't go outside as much as they should. Number two, they wear a lot of sunscreen, not saying that's bad. But I think in some cases that can be part of the reason why we don't get as much vitamin D as we should. Naturally, through the sun, you would get that. But especially this time of the year when we've got a really, really short days, which Charlie and I, I know this is kind of a side note, but Charlie and I were talking last night. When the sun goes down around here at about 4.30 to 4.40, and Charlie feels the same way I do, I'm normally the type where at night, after the show, I'll get home 6.45-ish, have a little dinner, and typically when it's a little bit later out, you know, daylight-wise, I'll go do other things. Work around the house, start a project, you know, mill around the garage a little bit, go outside, do some things. If it's summertime, you do all sorts of things, take walks, et cetera, you name it, play with a dog, whatever. When it's dark at like 4.40, Charlie's the same way. I just don't feel like doing anything. You go home, have dinner, and I may work on a few show notes or something along those lines, but honestly, you just don't feel like doing anything. I do not know how people live so far north that there's literally total darkness for X amount of time during the year. That would absolutely drive me crazy. I I can't do it. I'm doing good to handle what we have here with daylight up until about 4.30, but at least we have it from 7 to 4.30. Anyways, I digress. I've got something. We're going to take a break here. I've got something I want to play even before we bring Steve on. And really, uh, before we go to that break, I've been watching a few live discussions on uh, TikTok and Facebook and uh, YouTube as well. And believe it or not, there are actually people out there that believe to this day that there has been no adverse effects from the mRNA shots at all. They will literally say there is not one shred of evidence that says anybody has been harmed by one of those shots. Now, I'm going to play some things when I come back that will discredit that, and I just have a hard time understanding, do people just bury their head in the sand and not look at some of the actual data that's out there. Dr. Kelly, of course, and Steve, we share things here often as to this data and things that have come in. The, the VAERS reports alone will disprove what some of these people are saying, but you will still run into people. This is my point. You're going to run into people that still to this day believe everything they've been told about the mRNA shots, the quote-unquote treatment, and that they're safe, that there's no issues, that you should be getting all of your boosters, that there's not been one adverse event of any way, shape, or form. Not one. They'll go as far as saying not one death from the mRNA vaccine. Now, that's a really, really bold statement because there's all sorts of medications that get given to people that even when they're a positive 
uh, medication, people will still have some sort of a reaction and die. And it's true with literally, I think you've heard Dr. Kelly say, almost every single thing that's been tested throughout you know, the pharmaceutical era, which has been, what, Charlie, probably the last hundred years or so, I want to say, maybe a little old, maybe a little longer than that, but really pretty heavily the last hundred years. You know, we go back to the early 20s. Let's face it, there wasn't a lot of pharmaceuticals running around prior. That's why opium and cocaine and things like that were used for medicinal purposes. They didn't have the drugs that we have today. But I believe, I've heard Dr. Kelly say many times, that every single drug we have today, through the testing of, more than likely, someone had an adverse reaction, and that's part of what they did with the testing to determine what they needed to change in said drug to not have that happen again. But to come out that bold and say not one single person has died from an mRNA shot, I think is really just keeping your head in the sand. I really have no other way to say it. So Steve's going to join us here about 3.30. I've got some things I want to play and talk about as soon as we come back. In the meantime, affordable interest mortgages next, Kurt Rogers. Rates have come down. Uh, interest rates on mortgages, I should say, have come down about a point. Call Kurt today and find out how that affects you. Also, if you've got any kind of credit issues and you want to know how to shore that up, Kurt can help you along those lines as well. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. All right, and for somebody that can really answer direct questions, much like Dr. Kelly, and he is more than willing to do this, even if you just have a question that you need answered and you want somebody that can directly speak to you, patient to doctor, that's Dr. Scott Faulkner. He can do that for you. Castle Rock, make sure I say this right, castlerockcryotherapy.com. I'll slow down. It's also on our website, but CastleRockCryotherapy.com or his direct line, 303-663-6990. That's Dr. Scott Faulkner. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and integrative health care, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. 
Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, Level Engineering, Alan Davis. You're Alan, by the way, the half hour right before we came on. Find out if solar is a good fit for you, and he's your guy, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is, and he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb. Worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No more stress about leaving your lights on when you want to, running the AC to stay comfortable, or regulating your power use because it's all your power. You will have more protection against EMP events, cyber attacks, solar flares, and more because you don't rely on public utilities to supply your power. You own the power plant, so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside. Say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle. Alan Davis of Level Engineering has the solution you need for complete energy independence, and he wants to share it with you. So reach out to Alan by going to klzradio.com solar today to learn more about how solar will change your life. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And this is a video that actually is still on Twitter. And, of course, it comes with the caveat of watch here because most likely it'll be taken down in other places. Now, for those of you that either like Elon Elon Musk or don't, I will say that these are the sorts of things that have changed since he's taken over Twitter. Before he took over... I will tell you that this particular video, I can almost guarantee you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, would have been taken down. It would not exist today. That I can almost guarantee you because of what this particular gentleman's going to say. This is a, a uh, gentleman out of the Navy, and I will just let him, I'll let him go ahead and talk versus me. Here we go. And I want to elaborate on that and give you an example as to why reinstatement, back pay, and, and apologies isn't enough. And really quick, he's talking about being removed uh, you know, from his duties, I believe, as a pilot. And I'll let, you con- I'll, I'll let him continue on with what he's saying. Here we go. So in July, uh, Undersecretary Cisneros acknowledged the DMET data, the database working properly, and also acknowledged things such as myocarditis rising 151%. So what I did, I went in today, um, I'm doing the same thing, five-year average, however, I'm comparing it to 2022, and I only am using fixed-wing pilots and helicopter pilots, active duty. So we get hypertensive disease, 36%, ischemic heart disease, 69%, Pulmonary heart disease, 62%. Heart failure, 973%. Other forms of heart disease, 63%. Cardiomyopathy, 152%. Okay, and he ends there. He's got more on that. Again, you can find him. We'll put the link up on 
our website a little bit later. But this is really, in my opinion, going back to the comments I was making prior where there are certain individuals out there literally claiming that there's been no adverse effects from the shots. Now, I probably don't need to remind everybody, but I will. The military was the first group of individuals that were, quote-unquote, forced into taking the shots, either take the shots or resign, one of the two. That was a mandate that came down first on our military. Now, you have to also ask the question, why would we have used our own military, given that they're the defense mechanism of our entire country and our freedom? Why would we have used them as the guinea pig for this? I don't have an answer for that. I really don't. I don't have an answer. They were, and I don't think we've even come close to seeing the ramifications of that, and he's giving you just a snapshot of some of the findings with, like he said, helicopter and fixed-wing pilots. So it's interesting that still this data continues to come out that will prove these individuals that just flat out claim there's been no adverse effects from the shots. And I've, I will say that on this program here and even all of the avenues we have for people to reach us, I haven't had but maybe one or two people the entire time we've been talking about these things challenge me on that. One or two is all. The majority of people, and some of you listening, have even texted me or emailed me your personal stories as to the effects that this has had upon either yourself or family members or, or you know, people that you've known directly. And I've known some of these, not personally known anyone affected by this because my circle doesn't have a lot of people in it that got the vaccine. And if they did, they got one of the other vaccines, J&J or something like that, and they didn't do any of the boosters afterwards. So... I'm a little bit insulated because as a family even, uh, the majority of us didn't get it. We were, you know, we had listened to Dr. Kelly and we're pretty, you know, pretty on that early on. And we, we didn't go down that, that path. So I think in, in some ways my, you know, me and my family are somewhat insulated. Now, I get outside of the family and I get into friends and even some clients of mine and a lot of them have known someone that's been adversely affected by the shot. In some cases, have died from the shot. So I think it's really bold. And by the way, I would also say very insensitive for any kind of a influencer even on social media to claim that not one single adverse event has happened due to these shots, including death. You're really stomping on the graves of those people that have, in fact, had an adverse effect or died, in this case, stomping on the graves of those that have died from it. It's really insensitive for those individuals to be running around claiming that. And I don't know what they feel they're going to accomplish in this, other than I I guess they think that somebody like me is a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist, and they're trying their best to dispel people like me. I, I guess that's what they're trying to do. At the end of the day, they're completely wrong. And it's being proven more and more on a daily basis how wrong they really are. So uh, at the end of the day, there is plenty of data in a lot of you, because you've sent me messages along these lines, you know or have personally been affected 
by these shots. So I am very safe in saying that there is lots of documented cases. And even Dr. Kelly herself has said that not every single case gets reported to VAERS because of the amount of red tape it takes to even get something on the VAERS site. So there are a lot of things that have happened that never make it to the VAERS reporting system because the doctors themselves or the hospitals just don't want to take the time necessary to make that happen. So anyways, I think it's very insensitive for anybody to be running around saying that there's been no adverse events and or deaths caused by these particular treatments. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. We want to make sure that your plumbing is all dialed in as we head through the holiday season. Hi-Fi can help you with that, including any upgrades you may want to do. And that may be everything from a sink to a faucet to a showerhead to a toilet to you name it. If you don't know plumbing, they do. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. When temperatures plummet, the risk of water pipes freezing skyrockets. And High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. If you've noticed water dripping anywhere around your house, especially on the exterior walls, it's imperative that you have it checked now. Once the outside temperatures drop below 30 degrees, you are risking damaged pipes, making a $100 fix escalate to $1,000 or more. This is especially true for pipes on exterior walls, in crawl spaces, at spigots, and even where most people forget, down floor drains. High Five has several ways to prevent and fix freezing pipes permanently. From insulating your pipes better, to moving them off exterior walls, or adding heated tape to prevent freezing. The Colorado Code certified techs at High Five know what to look for to keep your water flowing. KLZ listeners receive a waived service fee. Just tell High Five that John Rush sent you when you contact them at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Golden Eagle Financial, find out where you're sitting when it comes to retirement. Do you have the right plan? Do you have a plan at all? If not, Al will help you devise one. Find Al at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He will ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. Registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pop's Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pop's uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. 
LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, one of you sent me an article earlier, I want to say in the week. Maybe it was end of last week, but I think might have even been over the weekend. I'm sorry. You, you guys are very good about sending me all sorts of things, and when I see that something that we're going to cover, I just go stick it in my notes and don't necessarily look at the day that it was sent. But you'll know who you are. Thank you, by the way. I appreciate it. This comes out of WND.com. Prestigious science journals provide kill shot to the bogus COVID narrative. So it starts off, it seems that those COVID mandate skeptics, those who raise science-based questions about masks, the experimental shots, which I've been talking about, and their side effects and injuries, and more, and were attacked, censored, vilified, and abused, were actually onto something. A report from the Just the News Now has revealed a study that confirms those masks were largely ineffective. Now, of course, we've talked about this many, many times, even talked about it through COVID itself when they were mandated. Face diapers, we used to call them. They were literally completely ineffective in the spread of the virus. Number two, probably did as much damage to some individuals as they did good, depending upon how and where they wore them. And then for me personally, as I watched what people did with those masks, I just thought to myself, how, how, how can this be? I'm kind of a germaphobe anyways myself. Just you guys probably know that by now. Charlie knows that. I used to look at people with the masks and how they were handled thinking to myself, okay, wait a minute, you, you, just, you just laid your mask on top of the counter upside down, you know, what's going to go back up against your lips is now laying on the counter where you're eating or at the market or on the grocery cart or the whatever, or hanging from the rearview mirror of the car. And I just to myself thought, how can this be any kind of a sterile environment when you're, you know, you're using that mask and who knows, God only knows how often, if at all, it ever got washed. I guarantee you there were a lot of cloth masks that never once got washed. Now, in my world as well, and I've explained this before, but for some of you listening that still might be a naysayer, the thing I looked at on especially the little paper masks, given the background that I've had, most of you know this, it came out of the automotive industry, still am involved in that to a large degree, And then on top of that, I've owned a property maintenance company where, you know, we do all sorts of things from landscaping to parking lot sweeping and so on. And back in the day, I did a lot of that work myself. I didn't have anybody working for me. I had to go out and do it myself. It's what you do when you're a business owner. And I can tell you from a couple of different examples. So even when we would sweep parking lots back in the day, and I would, you'd wear the dust mask, which, by the way, were more than what we were even seeing people wear 
the little medical masks during COVID. These were the type that actually, you know, if you were going to, you know, sand a car or do anything along those lines, these are the ones that had the little metal band. You'd squeeze it around your nose. They'd fit fairly tight, had the rubber band going around your ear. And they did a pretty good job. They're a dust mask, basically, but a pretty good job of keeping all the dust out. Well, you know, I'd go use one of those. Go do, you know, go do whatever work you were doing for X amount of time. And, you know, it w- without fail, you, you'd pull that off, blow your nose, and everything coming. I'm not trying to be gross here, but everything coming out of your nose was the same stuff that you were breathing. Yeah, the mask did a pretty good job of, of containing a lot of that dust particles that were, you know, you were trying to keep out. But my point there is, is these are dust particles that you can literally see, and they're still going through the mask. So how in heaven's name was that going to keep out microscopic particles of a virus? Common sense would tell me there's there's no way. It's impossible. The other thing I looked at was, you know, back in the day and still to this day do some painting of some vehicles and different things along those lines. And in that case, you used to wear a rubber, sort of a, not really a full respirator, but they were, they called them a respirator, but they were two charcoal filters that would come out the sides of your of your mouth. Essentially, you put this rubber mask on, and it fits very, very tightly. You made sure it fit very tightly. It had rubber bands, two of them, not rubber bands, but two rubber-type straps is what I should say that would go around your head. One would go around your neck. One would go around the top of your head. And you tighten that thing up really tight so there'd be no air leaks because you didn't want to breathe what you were painting. You know, the, the VOCs and things that were flashing off, you, you know, you didn't want to breathe any of that, especially the particulates while you were painting. You didn't want any of that. And back in the day, we didn't have all of the fancy respirators and things that we have now. Those things were just starting to come out when I was in my early 20s. It's now pretty standard when you see a guy even painting a car, he'll have a full-bore respirator on that's actually providing fresh air, fresh oxygen, to that particular individual when he's painting cars and doing things along those lines. Again, to keep those particulates out of his system or her system. Well, I can tell you that just that rubber mask with the two charcoal filters, which, by the way, were, were way, way, way heavier than what anybody was wearing when it came to a paper cloth, you know, paper mask or a cloth mask. And they, yeah, thank you, Charlie. Very expensive. Back in the day, I'm talking when I was in my teens. I'm not exaggerating, Charlie. Back then, I can remember those costing about $300, and that would have been in the late 70s, early 80s. Do the math on how expensive that would be today. That's how much they cost back then. Now, I realize that the more they make of something that, you know, Cheaper the price can get and so on. But back then, they were extremely expensive. Came from companies like DeVilbus and, ba- and Binks and places like that. Anyways, what I'm getting at is you'd paint a car. You'd be inside the paint booth for maybe, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. You'd come out. Of course, you wore some either you know old clothes that you could get paint on or you'd wear coveralls. You'd come out. They'd be covered in whatever the color is you were painting. And sure enough... You'd take your mask off, you'd go to the bathroom, you'd wash up, you'd blow your nose, and guess what color you were blowing out of your nostrils? Whatever color you were painting the car. So again, my own personal experiences. I'm thinking through all of these things I just shared with you all, and yet we've got government telling me that, oh, wear this paper medical mask with huge gaps around the edges because it looks really safe, and that's going to somehow protect you from this microscopic virus that's floating around, this aerosol virus that's floating around. So I looked at all of that, and I, again, I just am shaking my head thinking, well, wait a minute. Common sense would tell me that 
there's no way possible that any of these masks that these people are wearing are going to do anything from keeping that virus out of your body, including what comes through your eyes, which we determined probably had as much effect on catching the virus as anything, not only what you were breathing, but what was coming through your eyes, which are very porous. And, and again, in today's world, when you're doing some of the things I just talked about, they now have full masks that go over your entire face, your eyes, the whole nine yards, because we know those items are so dangerous and you want to keep them out of your system. The other thing I looked at was anytime you ever see anything on TV, and this was even going on during COVID, when there's a known person that's infected, they're wearing these full bore suits, rubber bands around their ankles. They've got them around their wrists. They've got gloves on. They've got hats. They've got these respirators that are going all around their entire face, their eyes, their nose, their mouth. And I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. They're all in this gear, and we're going to somehow get protected with some flimsy, cheesy little mask that a doctor might wear to keep his spit from going into the surgery? Really, let's face it. That's all that's doing. That mask is protecting the patient from the doctor and what they might be expelling during surgery. But I can tell you there's probably many a soldier that's been on the field, operated on, where no one had any kind of a mask and yet still came out of that surgery just fine. So they do all of that as a precaution, of course, to make sure that there's no germs and things like that, keep things sterile, etc. But my point is, at the end of the day, How could any of those masks that we wore, and people still wear today. Somebody sent me a picture. They were traveling. Somebody yesterday, they're probably not listening because they're down in Vegas. They were at DIA yesterday. Somebody was wearing a mask at the very end of a, uh, you know, at DIA, they've got the little sit-down stool things with the little tables where you can sit, plug in next to you, and charge your phone or your laptop or whatever you're doing. So this person was sitting there, had a mask on. And got really upset with somebody that wasn't wearing a mask that wanted to plug something in next to them, her, by the way, plug something in next to her. And she threw a royal fit, and this person just left and went and plugged something in somewhere else. Now, this texter and I, back and forth to one another, said, I probably would have handled that differently because I would have just plugged it in and not worried about it. Like, do you know how stupid you really are? The mask, the face diaper you're wearing, and it was a cloth mask. I could see the picture. He took a picture of her. The cloth mask she was wearing, again, doing nothing. But in her mind, this is going to save her from any type of illness that might be floating around the airport. There are still a lot of people I see in my travel. Now, I will say, not as many as there once was. You know, I just took a trip, you know, last week. And I will say, in in all of the airports and things that I traveled in, I might have counted, and I don't think I'm exaggerating, that entire trip, maybe five to eight people total that you could see with a mask on. Not very many. Now, always cracks me up. You're flying, you're getting on the plane. Mom and dad have a mask on, the kids don't. And I just, I just think to myself, do you realize how stupid you actually look? How, how much of an imbecile you really are by doing what you're doing? Guaranteed, mom and dad have no issues. They're just doing this for whatever looks they're trying to, you know, come up with. But I, 
I, my wife and I both, we just, we just look at each other, shake our heads. It's just, you know, it is what it is. You can't, you, know, you can't train stupid. Anyways, going back to this article. As were some of the shots, according to the Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, who is now taking Pfizer to court and his state under its consumer laws. Good for him, by the way. Just the news, just the news said in a systematic review of studies of mass mandates for children published in the Brit- British Medical Journal's Archives of Disease in Childhood concluded there was no association with infection or transmission in 16 of 22 studies, along with a serious risk of bias in others. In other words, the only ones that were conclusive had bias in them. And the report added... Self-reported SARS-CoV-2 infection was higher the more often people said they wore masks, according to a Norwegian study accepted for publication November 13th in the Cambridge University Press Journal of Epidemiology and Infection. The report noted those conclusions cast further doubt on those public health authorities demanding the mandate and also those scientists who claimed that they were the answer to the threat that came from the Chinese-sourced Pandemic. The report said emails turned over under public record requests show that the National Institute of Health and NIH officials were privately questioning the effectiveness of cloth masks and forthcoming vaccines just a month after then DIH Director Francis Collins appeared to plot with colleagues to organize a quick and devastating takedown of the anti-lockdown Great Barrington Declaration. You all remember that. A lot of doctors signed on to that and got excommunicated for doing so. YouTube, according to Senator Rand Paul, censored him multiple times, becoming an arm of the government over his doubts about the politically correct mask and shots agenda. Remember Rand Paul? He was on our side through all of this. He questioned over and over and over again, where are these mandates coming from and where's the science backing them up? And to his credit, stood his ground that entire time. In fact, one analysis in the proceedings of the National Academy of sciences charged that such censorship often is from scientists themselves, not just those officials with dark motives. The paper co-authored by dozens of scholars known for challenging orthodoxies in their fields cited self-protection, benevolence towards peer scholars, and pro-social concerns for the well-being of human social groups as motives for censoring scientists, the report said. There were complications of the studies involving school days, school size, testing practices, and more in the six students that did alleged lower infections and mandates, the report said. Hope MDs and medical or, and public health officials will always be willing to change minds with evidence and data, UCSF's Monica Gandhi wrote on social media, according to the report. Senator Eric Schmidt of Missouri took a victory lap, stating, we were right. Yeah, I'll take that same victory lap. We were. We still are. Dr. Kelly, especially in her training of myself, Steve House, and others, and a lot of you, by the way, I feel has really been instrumental in helping a lot of us through this, including the sanity part, which I want to talk about when I come back as well. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Dave Dave Bancroft, we talked to Dave yesterday, by the way, 40% off and free labor the month of December when it comes to windows or doors, including your front security door. Find him at klzradio.com. 
Veteran Windows and Doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window today. Bruce Simmons, he is our reverse mortgage professor, wants to help you make sure you make the right decision. Call him today. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914 American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. KNR Home Transitions, and they'll take the stress out of buying or selling a home. Find Catherine and Robin both today by calling 720-437-8210. worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions by your side. Cat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Cat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Kat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no-strings-attached free consultation with Kat and Robin. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we're back. A few minutes left here of this hour. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. For those of you uh, that were wondering, where's Dr. Kelly Victory and Steve today? They both got tied up last minute, literally right before the show. And Steve was even doing his best to try to get out of a meeting quickly enough to chat with us, and they're both still tied up. So those of you uh, that were waiting for them, I apologize. Last-minute change and just the way sometimes the radio world works. So, article in westernjournal.com. People who complied with COVID restrictions more likely to suffer mental health issues. There's a new study conducted by 
a university in the United Kingdom. They have found that individuals who fully complied with COVID-19 measures are more likely to suffer from lingering mental health issues than those who resisted government mandates and viewed such orders with skepticism. The findings might at least, or might be the last or least surprising bit of post-pandemic data out there, but they are nonetheless hard data for individuals who desired to make their own health choices during the madness of the pandemic era and were vilified for doing so. Yeah, I probably don't need to remind all of you of this, but I will anyways. There were a number of individuals through either the text line or publicly on Facebook, essentially not literally saying we wish you would die, but essentially saying if you did, we, we, we would be just fine with that, to me personally. Because I was so against all of these things that we're now talking about. Masks, the shots, the mandates, the lockdowns, the six feet separation, all of that nonsense. And I was very public on social media about that. And in turn, I don't know that you would call those death threats, but basically had people basically saying that if I died, who cares? Now, luckily I have thick skin. Shrugged it off, laughed, didn't worry about it. But I, you know, I doubt if any of those individuals today are listening. In fact, I put a post up, oh gosh, a year, year plus ago, asking for an apology for all of those individuals that were downright wrong. And yes, I was right. And I'll still be waiting for that apology because they're not going to come. Those people will never admit that they were wrong. But it's interesting that this particular study is finding that those individuals are having a harder time with their mental health than those of us that did not comply. Uh, Imagine that. Imagine that. Compliance doesn't work. Force-feeding things into society doesn't work. It creates more problems at the end of the day than it does good. And that's now being proven. Now, Steve and I talk, even Dr. Kelly, that we feel like some of these mental things and even, even a lot of the side effects from the vaccine, we, we've only just begun seeing the adverse effects of those. And that's, I don't take pride in saying that, by the way. I wish that were not the case. But as we continue to see the data flowing in, even you know, the next thing, just as a side note, that we're going to see data on, and I think it's already starting to come about, just nobody's attributing it to this, our birth rate's going to drop even further as a country, unfortunately. It's already low. I think last I checked, it was around 1.7. Might even be at 1.6 right now. It needs to be 1. Actually, it needs to be 2.1 to even you know, keep our economy moving forward. Without a birth rate of that, you know, a country dies, essentially. I believe we as a nation right now are about 1.6. My prediction is because of these shots and, and things that have gone along with that, but especially the shots, we're, we're going to have a birth rate even drop below that. These are the things that we don't know. These are the things that didn't get tested. This is what's supposed to happen before any kind of a major, quote-unquote, vaccine is rolled out. We, we, we didn't do any of that, and if we did... The results have been hidden, and they're worse than we all think. And I'm Steve and I both especially, Dr. Kelly I think agrees with us, that we've only scratched the surface on the things that we're going to see, the adverse things we're going to see coming from this. And, and I, again, I don't take pride in saying that. 
Researchers with the school, by the way, on this study identified people who fell into two personality groups and tracked them for three months this past year. The purpose of the study was to gauge participants' well-being following lockdowns in the country and to find a way to ensure that when the next pandemic comes along, as many people as possible do what is best for the greater good. So during the period from February 15th to March 10th of 2023, after the lockdowns ended, participants completed short surveys about their well-being every two weeks over a period of three months. They were divided into two personality groups. The agent is your typical person. So I'm not saying this right. Agenetic and communal were the two different people groups. The agent is your typical person who is more likely to be focused on success, self-determination, and independence. Picture the paddle surfer who was arrested in Malibu, California in early 2020. You guys all remember that story. Which, by the way, is absolutely ridiculous. Meanwhile, the communal person is more likely to try to not rock the boat and to believe they are looking out for others. I, really quick before we take our, la- our last break, I also feel like my wife and I have talked about this a lot. We feel like in a lot of cases the masks are just so people can hide behind them. Nobody really knows who they are with a mask on. You can't see facial expressions. You can sometimes see what's going on with their eyes, but it's really, really hard to determine what's going on with a person's personality when that mask is on. It literally gives them something to hide behind. I personally feel like some people wear them for that reason and that reason only. And unfortunately, we've now made that an acceptable thing where if you want to wear it, fine. If you don't, fine. But we've, we've made wearing them so acceptable that people now do just to hide behind them. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning coming up next. And if you've got any issues with your furnace... Or you want to do any upgrades to the furnace or your AC system, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Cub Creek Heating and AC installs high-efficiency furnaces, saving you money and keeping your home warmer all winter. High-efficiency furnaces use significantly less energy and effectively produce more heat in less time. That means 90 to 98% of the fuel used is converted to heat in your home, compared to 56 to 70% on a standard furnace. Not only will it save you at least 10% on your utility bill, but it will heat your home more consistently. The unit is smart enough to not force air through the system, which can create hot and cold zones in your home, as you notice with older furnaces. The Texas Cup Creek will help you make sense of government incentives that are available in these furnaces. The Ream Pro Partners at Cub Creek can typically have a high-efficiency furnace installed in a day. And financing is available, so reach out to Hunter and Doug today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC to learn more. No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, we will be back here momentarily uh, once we're done with this hour. I'm going to talk about the GOP debate, which I watched last night, give you my opinions on that. I don't know if our phones will be back. I will let you know here in a few minutes. We'll do a little testing on that here at the top of the hour and let you know. Regardless, I'll still take your text messages, 307-200-8222. So I'm going to ask the question. You can text me this. Who won last night? If you watched it. What are your opinions? Give me a little text rundown. I'll read those text messages when I come back here in just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.